What is up, my fellow Angelots? I'm going to juice. And I'm not talking about fruit juice. I'm talking about real juice. So why the hell do I want to start juicing if I've been doing it naturally for so long? Well, this is exactly what I'm going to discuss with you in this video, exactly why I'm going to do it, and then the exact protocol that I'm going to do and my whole thinking process around it. And also, if you would like me to help you with a specific problem that you have, a coaching link in the description, check it out. And if you want to naturally maximize your testosterone, I have a Maximize Your Testosterone ebook completely free, link in the description. Let's dive in. So back in 2021, I made this video if I've ever used steroids before, just because people have accused me of being on steroids in the past before. So I just created this video and with all confidence, I wasn't on any steroids. I'm still not on any steroids. I haven't experimented with any kind of steroids. And when I say steroid, I'm talking about anabolic androgenic steroids. I'm not talking about steroids, steroid hormones like vitamin D, DHEA, androsterone, pregnenolone, all of those pro-hormones that have no anabolic effect are also considered steroid hormones, right? So with those I have, but not with anabolic androgenic steroids. So I've never experimented with that. And this is why I made this video in 2021. So how it all started, the photo on the left, you can see that's old puny me. When I was 17, I weighed roughly 60 kilos, which was under 120 pounds. And then the middle photo was my first year of college. I was 19. And although I was looking baby and whatnot, I was just lean. So I was training. That was basically my second year of training. And then the third photo was my third year of training weight. And you can definitely see there's a big difference between the middle and the third photo. I definitely gained some mass. The middle photo, I was, I would say, on the lower end of 70 kilos, maybe like 68. And then in the third photo, I'm around 78 kilos. So I gained a lot of mass. Well, I'm lean, definitely. You can see I was like below 10% body fat. And where I'm at now, this photo was taken, I was, I think, 20, 92 or 93 kilos. So I added in more than 10 kilos of mass on top of that. And so I've been training uh, over 10 years now, being consistent, doing the right thing. And I have definitely maxed out my natural potential because for the last three years, I just kept on pounding the weights, pounding and pounding, experimenting with different particles, getting stronger, but my measurements never change. So I can see changes in the mirror. I can see like I'm looking better, but the moment I take measurements or I take photos, it's so hard to see any change. Like even the last time I did it before and after one year apart, I was like, did I make any progress? Did I actually get worse? And so I know that I've reached my genetic potential when it comes to muscle mass. So I know like I've, I've maxed it out and there's obviously more potential that I, I can obviously gain more on steroids, but that's not the goal. So if I, there was more mass to be gained, I would have like, okay, let's continue to do this naturally, but I've definitely maxed out my natural potential. And then I've always had many goals, right? I had size and strength has been my main priority for 10 years now of training, like powerlifting, bodybuilding. But I've also had many other goals, such as being athletic. I wanted to do calisthenics and tricking and so on. So they're kind of like opposite goals to what is very like, you need to be limble, flexible, explosive. And then with bodybuilding and powerlifting, that's kind of like the opposite. It's just like dead strength and size. So they seem to be a little bit counterintuitive. So I had all of these goals and, but size and strength always took first priority and all of the other stuff came second. Then almost three years ago, I met Alex Smolovich. He's a 
movement specialist, so to speak. So I reached out because I was just getting into training more athletic stuff, like tricking, uh, doing parkour, those kind of stuff. But every time I started doing more serious, I injured myself, got knee pain, pulled the hamstring or something like that. And so he helped me restore my movement patterns, fix my muscle strength imbalances. And since then, I've made massive progress in becoming more athletic. And it was really an awesome journey. And many much thanks to Alex for helping me on this journey. And what I've realized is that um, on top of being more athletic, you need a certain recovery capacity to recover from all of the athletic goals that I've always had, right? I got um, muscle mass and strength, calisthenics and tricking, parkour, skimboarding, so many things that I wanted to do. And all of those things is going to tap from my energy resources and my recovery capacities. The start of 2023, I focused my my main my main lifts as military brace, dips, and pull-ups, and other hypertrophy exercises. So I was still just doing bodybuilding, but all of my focus was going to getting stronger in the military brace, dips, and pull-ups because my idea was for it to transfer to the calisthenic movements that I wanted to do, which was back lever, front lever, human flag, one arm pull-up, and then eventually the blanche. That's, that's my, like my calisthenic goals. And so the military brace, dips, and pull-ups would help me to transfer that strength to those calisthenic movements. And then in July of 2023, I started predominantly focusing on strength and calisthenics. So I cut out all of the hypertrophy exercises. I just kept the military brace, dips, and pull-ups, and I added front lever, back lever, and human flag training. So I'm doing a split between strength training with only three exercises, like weightlifting exercises, and then three calisthenic style movement. So that's kind of like my training right now. So when it comes to strength, I've been able to work up to 90 kilos for four reps on the military press. As you can see in this video, I've also been able to dip 70 kilos for five reps. And then I've also been able to do 45 kilos for a one rep max on the rope pull-up. So I've definitely gained a lot of strength. And I would definitely say that I have not maxed out my strength capacity. So I might have maxed out my hypertrophy capacity but not my strength capacity. And in terms of tricking, you can see like, um, I have many tricking goals, but I mainly do backflips. This was the first time I was able to do two backflips in a row, which was really excited about. I was getting so much more air. The landings were stronger. Everything was getting better because of the athletic training. In terms of calisthenics, you can see I was able to do the human flag and the back lever after three months of training. And then I also like to pursue other things like skimboarding and just being active, like not just have everything in a structured way of training, but also actually going and enjoying myself. So this is everything that I've achieved naturally. So I can recommend all of my methods with confidence as I've set the bar high for myself with over a decade of experience. I know when I do work, my diet, my lifestyle, my training, the supplements, everything that I do, it works, right? I'm really happy with what I have achieved so far naturally. And then I've also increased my testosterone naturally to 1,254 nanograms per deciliter. And to me, it's not just about numbers, right? It's also about your performance and the way you feel. So talking about the way you feel, I feel 10 out of 10. And everything, I feel 10 out of 10. I feel amazing. But do I, right? That's always the trick question. How do I really know I feel 10 out of 10? Because that's that's only what I have ever experienced, right? What do I compare it to? Right? If you only had one type of ice cream, which is a 10 out of 10 for you at that moment, and then you have another ice cream, and that one is a 10 out of 10, then the previous one is a 7 out of 10, right? So I have nothing to compare it to. And so this is also why it would be good to experience super physiological levels of testosterone to see like, 
how do I compare? How do I compare to TRT? How do I compare to higher levels of testosterone? Is my is my scale that I rate things going to change when I try higher doses of stuff? And then also I need to be able to tell my clients that they can expect, you know, what they can expect from my methods and or from TRT because I've done it. Like, what can you expect? Because I've talked to people that they were hypogonadal, used to TRT, started to feel amazing. I've had, um, I've talked to other people that were low testosterone, they had low testosterone, they went on TRT, didn't feel anything, right? So there's always like this give and take. Like not everyone is going to respond the same when it comes to TRT. So it would be good for me to also have this experience and so I can share my experience with them. Because I'm working with clients, I'm getting those experience, but I don't have my own experience yet. And then I also work with clients on TRT and steroids, right? So this helps me, my experience will help me to help them better as well. Because now I'm just reading the science, I'm seeing what's working for other people and then I recommend that for my clients, right? But it would be good to have that experience myself as well. And the other reasons why I'm also going to consider jumping on the juice is because faster recovery. These are my primary three reasons. Faster recovery, more strength, looking harder. So I'm not primarily, I don't necessarily want to gain more muscle because my goals are calisthenics and tricking. And the more mass you have, the less athletic you're going to be. So I'm not really pursuing more mass, but I just want to look harder, right? I want to be leaner. So that's that's going to come down to deficit. Can a deficit get lean, lean, lean? I'm close to 10% right now. I've been in a deficit for almost three months now as well. And so the goal is just to look harder. And I know I will look harder just by being leaner. Um, my strength has not capped, as I mentioned, but I want to continue getting strength and maybe at a faster pace. So that's why I want to experiment with some steroids. And faster recovery. As I mentioned, I have a lot of goals. I want to do skimboarding, tricking, jumping on trampoline, sprinting, weightlifting, calisthenics. There's so many goals. So I want to make sure that nothing is taking away from the other goals, right? So my sprint coach, he told me like, you got too many goals, bro. You got to scale back. You got to pick one that you want to get good at and do only that. And so I can't help myself. I have, I have too many goals. So I want to see like, how far can I push myself? Then also, I have no bad symptoms. This is not why I'm going to use testosterone or steroids. I have perfect morning mood and nocturnal erections, high libido, high energy motivation and focus and drive good quality sleep, I can train hard, I can gain strength, my recovery is awesome. Like, I have no symptoms. This is not why I'm going to experiment with steroids. And my wife can also attest to this, right? We're living together 24-7 and I don't have any low testosterone symptoms. I don't have any of these symptoms that I need to fix, right? I don't have anything that I need to fix. I just want to push myself super physiological and see how that feels. And then I have to ask myself, will I regret it? You know, it's a good question to ask yourself with almost anything in life, right? Will I regret using it when I'm on my deathbed? Will I regret doing this when I'm on my deathbed? And for me, it's about, I want to be able to do tricking, uh, calisthenics. I have these certain goals, the things that I want to do in my life. And if I have not been able to do those things, I might feel like I, I regret not being able to do that, right? I don't feel good for not being able to accomplish that. And if something, whether it be steroids or a peptide, whatever the case may be, might help me to get to that goal to accomplish more, that is going to make me happy. So here's what I'm going to do, right? Phase one, TRT uh, is going to be, and I'm just going to do a TRT dose of testosterone stipinate, 125 milligrams per week. This is phase one, just to see how I feel. This is going to be one month. Like how, my levels are already 1,200. 
right? So how I'm going to feel on TRT labels? I, I don't think I'm going to feel anything because it's just going to be like the same, like exact same. And so I don't think I'm going to feel anything, but just to be sure, I'm going to do it. Phase two is going to be slightly higher, 250 milligrams of test sip per week with Mastron 200 milligrams per week. The reason I asked to add in the Mastron is to help control estrogen. So the more testosterone you're going to use, the higher estrogen is going to creep up and your need for aromatized inhibitor comes into play. Now, I've never really read good effects from people using aromatized inhibitor, so I don't really want to go that route. And since DHT is our main estrogen blocker, it works directly on the estrogen receptor and blocks the effects of estrogen, I'm going to use Mastron instead to control estrogen, right? So I've also read that people have used, for example, primobolin, which is also a DHT metabolite, to control their estrogen, right? And so without an aromatized inhibitor that had some estrogenic symptoms, with primobolin, their estrogenic symptoms went away, even though the estrogen didn't really go down. So phase three is going to be a blast cycle. So this will be testosterone sip, 500 milligrams a week, Mastron, 400 milligrams a week. The reason it's going to be 500 milligrams a week is because um, some of the, the bales that you get is 500 milligrams uh, per milliliter. And so I'm going to do 250 um, twice a week. So I don't like injecting myself. <laughs> I don't like needles. Like even insulin, small insulin needles when it comes to peptides, I don't like myself. And so with steroids, it's going to be bigger needles. So I, I don't think I'm going to like that at all. And the Mastron, you get 200 milligrams per milliliter. So I'm not going to inject myself more than once. That, that's going to be crazy. I'm not going to do that. And so if I can inject myself 200 milligrams twice a week, that might be acceptable. So that's kind of like my, my, my plan of action. I'm going to gauge my symptoms based on that and draw conclusions. And this will be a really good experiment. So the reasons why I decided for testosterone and Mastron is because, and, and this whole protocol is because I want to experience TRT dose just to see like how I feel with regular TRT dose. Then I want to double the TRT dose and then I want to do a blast cycle so I can experience those three phases. Then also I want to be able to truly speak from experience, right? How was it for me? Not for everyone else. How did this combo work for me? If I got this side effect, what did I do to combat it? To combat it? Uh, those kind of stuff, like you're always going to run into, uh, I don't want to really call it like issues, but then how do you resolve those issues? And I think that will really be helpful for my clients and everyone else. And also there's a synergism between aromatizable and non-aromatizable steroids, like combining DHEA with androsterone or testosterone with primobolin or testosterone with mastron. If you're using testosterone, which can aromatize, you compare, you combine it with a DHT-like steroid like mastron, and that will synergize. So Mastron is not really anabolic. It is a weak anabolic effect. They usually use it as a, a cycle finisher, right? To give you that additional hardness. So as I mentioned, like one of my goals is to, to look more hard. And so this is also why I'm adding the Mastron is for that additional hardness. And uh, they do synergize. So I'm going to see how that, how that pans out for me. And also I want to keep it really simple, right? I'm just going to combine testosterone with DHT. Like a beginner that has never done cycles before the advice is usually start with testosterone, just do testosterone. And that's going to be the foundation of almost all protocols. And then you add something like DHT derivative, like Mastron or Primobolin, right? That's going to be super duper simple. Nothing more than that. Keep it simple. I'm not going to do something like Teca with Trinbolone combined with some oral like Halotesta, right? Some more, though, those steroids are not bioidentical and are more likely to cause hormonal dysregulation. So I want to keep it simple and bioidentical. And... 
uh, Mastron and Prima Bowlen has been considered to be some of the safest uh, steroids out there as well. And I know like bioidentical testosterone is extremely safe. It doesn't cause side effects. And it, the only um, way it might cause side effects if you use it in very high doses for a very long period of time. It might cause issues, but I'm going to create more content content on that in the future. And also, I don't want to inject too frequently. So that's just why I'm going for either enanthate or sepinate. So because it has a longer half-life, I'm only going to inject twice a week. And I'm not going to go for like a propionate because then you have to inject like every other day. Like, no, thank you. And also, I don't want to use a too long ester like undercoinate because that makes coming off harder. Like the half-life of that steroid is so long, the BCT is going to be forever. No, thank you. Also, I don't want to be applying a topical uh, daily or twice daily. And then you have to test like, okay, is my level stable? How does it fluctuate? How do I metabolize those hormones? There's a little bit more schlep when it comes to like a topical application. And I don't like the thought of just sitting there with your shirt off, like applying testosterone, having like it absorb into your skin for like 20 minutes, just sitting there. If it's winter, you're freezing. There's nothing you can do about it. You have to do that twice a day. Kind of like sucks. I don't know. I don't want to do that. But I don't really want to inject myself either. So I might explore topical later. The thing is like, I know when you inject yourself, you are getting that dose. If you're injecting yourself with 500 milligrams of test, you are getting 500 milligrams of test. But if you are using a topical, you don't know how much it's absorbing, how quickly your body is metabolizing it, how if it, how it's converting to estrogen, to DHT, all of those other hormones. By that, I know everyone gets different hormonal levels. Even if they're going to use 200 milligrams of test, everyone is going to get a different level. So someone might go to 2,000 nanograms per deciliter. Someone else might be at 1,000 nanograms per deciliter. So I know there's still that variety or that variability, but if you inject it, it's in your system, 100% bioavailability. And just to show you this graph, you have DHT, Mastron, Primabolin. These are the structures of these steroids. And when I say I want to stick to something that's very bioidentical, you can see the structures are almost basically identical. So you can see the middle one here is Mastron. And the only modification is this methyl group at position two. That's the only one. And so the reason why they modify these steroids is because there's an enzyme called 3-alpha-hydroxysteroid dehydrogenase and 3-beta, uh, HST. Those steroids metabolize DHT into weaker metabolites. And so by modifying Mastron and Primabolin, it is not being metabolized by the hormones, so it has a stronger androgenic effect, right, and an anabolic effect. Although I said that um, these steroids aren't really that anabolic. And so Mastron is only being uh, modified by position two, and then Primabolin is only being modified here by position one and two. It's got this double bond there. So these steroids are safe and very almost identical, like bioidentical. And so the last question is going to be PCT or blast and cruise. Am I going to come off after my cycle or I'm just going to blast and cruise afterwards, right? And so after doing a bunch of research, I came to the conclusion that long-term TRT doesn't damage the dietic cells. And so I don't see a problem by being on it for long term. And um, with the people that I talk to and the people that I work with, like just being on TRT as a replacement dose, right? You're not going super physiological. There's no problem by being on that. It does not cause permanent suppression. It does not harm the distance. There are studies showing that when men, after being on TRT for a very long time, get off of the TRT, their lytic cells work perfectly as if they were never on testosterone. So I made another video that you can actually supercharge your own testosterone levels by using uh, testosterone because it can actually improve the health of your lytic cells. So I am still thinking about 
Am I going to PCT directly afterwards or am I going to blast and cruise? The reason why I don't like blast and cruise or at least blasting is because you're going to create a state that you can't obtain. But you're going to build more muscle, you're going to look a certain way and then you're going to come off and you're going to lose that. And I don't like that. I, don't, I want to be stable, right? I want to be the same physique, the same strength. I don't want to fluctuate. I want to have the same everything. So I don't really like the blast and cruise effect. So will I stop creating content about natural testosterone production? Absolutely not. Because everything that I've done so far is to optimize my natural testosterone. And whether you are on testosterone or not, it's still important that you do. So even if you are on testosterone or steroids or not, it's still important that you do the right stuff. You eat the right diet. You do the right lifestyle stuff. That you be active. You optimize your sleep quality. You get sunlight. You do everything. You do all the right stuff. Whether you're on TRT or not, you got to do the right stuff. Right, and I'm still obsessed with how to optimize your testosterone naturally, but more specifically, how to optimize the human body to perform at its peak capacity. That's more so what I'm really interested in. And so how you can maximize your strength optimally, how you can build muscle optimally, how you can recover like Wolverine, you know, those kind of stuff. That's what I'm really obsessed about. And that's what I'm going to be creating more content about. So this is just going to be a really good experiment for me to see how I respond and how I feel on TRT style doses, slightly higher, and then blast doses. And so this will help me with my own experience, but also help me help my clients better in the process as well. All right, guys, thank you for watching to the end. I hope you found this video interesting, and I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.